0: Hello everyone, welcome to Foggy Lounge Podcast with me, Assassin foggy 88 where we sit back, relax and all we'll have a chat. And the podcast is about my journey of mental health and me spreading awareness about mental health. So yes, I know it's been a hot minute and I do apologise, life has got hectic. So where do we start? So basically on our last episode we spoke... To the well, main last episode we spoke about my journey in mental health starting from primary school all the way to high school um, And how streaming helped me to deal with my mental health Helped me deal with my social anxiety And in course the episode before that was basically me ranting and raving About everything, what's happened with Clouton And how much it affected me and annoys me So yes, so... Um, well, where do we start? So yeah, so on today's episode, we can carry on, carry on talking about through my life and my point where I am now. Um, so like I said, we spoke about um, my journey in primary school and high school, how I got bullied, how it affected me, and then we're talking about, uh, so on this episode, we basically talking about my uh, my past relationship, how it affected me and how it made me... Maybe I to say it wouldn't make me stronger because it has technically made me stronger, but it wasn't just that. But it, um, it but affected my mental health majorly. Um, but yeah, so after, basically after high school, I met, I met you know someone new new in school actually met someone um formed a relationship and um said it's, it went well. went really really well um you know went well to a point that i was happy i was happy in my life so i felt like i could help through the world you know helped all every i came every that thrown at me it didn't bother me because i was happy i felt i felt truly happy um you know never felt that happy for a long time um you know i'm in a better place now you know it's all good um it's all all good and the to a point, I would say about a year in relationship, so the first whole year I was all happy, we have gone on dates, you know, been enjoying, you know, re- being in a relationship, you know, everything's going on, we was all happy, life was happy, we felt connected, it wasn't until about a year, say, into a relationship, um, we before fallen out, it was, I was just over some stupid like, you know, thing about, you know, you know, like cleaning clean this house could be moved into, we moved and moved each other quite quick. Um, You know, about cleaning this, you know, I was young, you know, I dealt with cleaning this, and I was like, come on, you know, maybe poor weight because I was working at the time, you know, I started working at a young age, started working when I was 16. You know? So I was doing like long hours coming home, and I thought, like you know, can you please do a little bit of tidying? In? You know, that's what I asked for, you know, wasn't much. And I don't know Something happened in her head And all of a sudden She just clicked Just clicked And she just flew Just it was an argument She was like raving shouting And I thought okay That's a bit weird And then everything all died down And then More and more and more You know It was fine It was fine then For another month And then just all of a sudden It was just like You know It was going out for You know Going out for a date celebrate our year anniversary pretty much being together but it was a bit late thought, you know we we're busy at work thought you know we'll celebrate we'll celebrate our anniversary and then we did um it was all nice and cozy first getting ready and she asked me how she, she asked me how she looked i said you look beautiful with a nice dress with a nice red dress and kind of thing and i i'm tired person don't I knew kind of style where I was a casual, smart kind of style where I didn't know kind of thing and I thought, oh, I don't know, so I asked that just nicely, it's like, um Oh god, we're getting a bit hard now. Um no, how did did I look? And then more of a sudden she's like, Oh, you look ugly Just throwing these hateful comments at me and I was like, Okay and then that made me really low and I thought what the hell's going on? What have I done kind of thing? You know? And then like smirking and laughing. I thought, like, okay, it's a little bit, you know, okay, what's going on here? And I think so, so I'm getting all confused. And I thought, okay, you know, we knew each other for years and I thought, I thought she was a nice person. I thought, okay, it's a one off. I must have done something, you know, blamed myself. And Going through and stuff like that, going through a date, she felt a little bit off, felt a little bit weird. I thought, okay, something going on is she's breaking up with me, I am getting paranoid. So I was asking everything quite, right. like, fine. In a snappy way, and I thought, okay, something's going on here. Don't have a clue what's going on, but something's going on. And that wasn't mm, kind of thing. So as we carried on um carried on going through a date, it was perfectly fine. We get home, you know. for nice and chilled, and get home. And all of a sudden she just sits there, you know, on her phone, texting away. I thought, okay, nothing's going on. I thought, I just thought nothing off it. And um, then, all of a sudden, this outburst, just having a go at me, just throwing a boost in. I'm ugly, I'm worthless, I'm useless. I'm a piece of dirt. Wish we never got together, I want to break up with you. And I was like, okay. I thought, I'm like... For me being me, I thought okay, I could come up, so come down, so that's what I just calm down. And just throwing a breeze, throwing abuse. And then, you know, we so said we still was drinking at home. And when we got back, we also bought a nice little bottle uh, of wine. I was uh, 18. And then, so that's okay, a bit of a bottle of wine. So I thought, you know, f- f- abuse, say so nasty things, and then all of a sudden, just through glass at me, like you no know, cup you no know, glass. was through at me I like ducked and thinking shit, okay, what's going on? And walked away, calmed down. And fuck okay, a bit weird. And I spoke a lot about this anyway, um I'm talking about it, like why I don't trust people, why I find it hard to get close to people, is because the physical and mental abuse my ex partner did. You no, know, friend abuse. And, stuff, and I thought okay, I'm getting a bit scared. And I don't know what to do Because I, I can't do anything And I'm not going to harm another person I'm like calm down Calm down I'm shouting, about, I'm shouting back I'm not going to be like, I shout back So I like calm down And I remember just like You know being Abused And I thought like, okay Okay calm And It It affected me So I was up all night And going away Thinking shit What's going on Kind of thing like panicking And You know I think fuck it's just like you know, overwhelming. And then I remember the first day when she hit me, you know, the abuse, and that was going on for months and months. About three months to the line for abuse, more abuse. I thought, okay, calm down and just find abuse. And I thought, oh, I'm getting really scared for Kane. Okay. And then I remember few months down the line um, After that You know The aggressive for foul uh, Arguing Shouting his abuse It's getting more intense More negativity It's just like It was playing with my head I felt so useless I felt so worthless I thought why You know It just felt part of me For like you know Why would they um, uh, Kind of thing Why would anyone say These kind of nasty things You know And then I carried on I turned 19 and then more abuse, getting worse. And I remember the date so 19, it was 19, is after a month, so it was 11th of July, so I said roughly about 12th of August, the first time she ever hit me. And I remember we were just vowing. You know, I love this woman so so much. It was well and I remember you know, she just slapped me. I thought, oh, I don't, well. you know, where'd that come from? You know, I shouted like saying there is no need. And then I walked away for now not dealing with this. I had no point. I've been going on, going on and on. We have our good moments, we have our bad moments, going on and I remember, you know, going through and it remembered that I was just in the kitchen washing up and I was like washing up and you know heard her coming back in I thought okay she's gonna apologize and then ordered sorry it's getting a little bit emotional now it just still haunts me still affects me you know, 11 years down the line. Um, she, she turned me around and, you know, she hit me again, but this time it wasn't a slap. She punched me. And you No, know, she had a ring on as well. So it, it busted my lip. And, and heard her uh, <laughs> giggling. And like, yeah, no, I'm saying these nice things, you ugly piece of shit, you foul, useless thing. And she hit me again, and again, and again, and after a fifth time, I was like, screamed enough, and I had blood pouring down my face. She busted my eye, my nose. That blood, <laughs> so I was like, I've started to move out, you know, move away from her. I was in the kitchen and picking up plates, just throwing at me. Some my plates lobbed at me and just keep hitting and hitting, like telling him to stop. And I didn't know what I deserved. It's like, why did I deserve that? I didn't do anything, and it's like carried on, carried on, and carried on. I lost how many counts how many she hit me, and she trying to get out, and she's trying to shut a door, and I remember walking out the kitchen door, wooden door, kitchen door, and. So she grabbed my arm And she just Slammed the door In my fingers And It felt I was like why is she All I had in my head was like and I felt the blood dripping down my face My hands swelling because she, like, she slammed the door Not once but twice And I pulled away and I was like You know getting quite scared I was like I always learnt self-defense, I always did self-defense when I was young. So I knew how to defend myself, but when it comes to someone I loved, and it was a woman, I felt it wrong. And I held all of this down, you know, get scared. And it's like, you know, walking away, walking into a bathroom, a lot of bathroom, banging on a bathroom door. And, you know, I was like saying, stop, stop. You need to stop. What's going on? Talk to me. And he was like, No, blood dripped from my face. And it would have carried on more if it was for my neighbours upstairs, because I lived in a block of flats at sort the of time. So upstairs. So I came down, knocking doors, everything quiet, right, everything quiet. Right. And when she answered the door, I was like, Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And they see me walking out for things. Like, Oh, you're right. I said, Oh, this um, I was out and got into a fight. I blame my son I didn't blame her I, I was scared You know I was scared A woman beat me up And this was carried on Going For years and years And then all of a sudden She's like Apologise Apologise like You know Months afterwards You know Carried on For months and months Hurting me I had scratches Bruises Down my body uh, You know She Cracked My ribs <laughs> she dislocated my shoulder um she said she busted my lips busted my nose I had two black eyes and you know and I wouldn't leave the house for months and months and months you know I go and work it's like oh yeah what happened to you what happened to you rough night it's like yeah yeah I like, got um Got into a fight You know Going downtown Celebrating Anniversary I hid away from my family For A few months And it stopped It stopped No she I apologise I couldn't You know Could have left her I should have left her Early stage But I Felt I felt like I couldn't. I felt like I was trapped. I, of course I loved her. And it was hard. Hard. I get flashbacks still. And it stopped. It stopped, you know. I still had the abuse. The physical abuse stopped for a while. And, but it still was a verbal abuse. Um, so I felt stuck, and I felt bad. I said we knew each other years, I'd never seen this side of her, never seen her face. These, I, I knew she was, she had a mouth and she had a gob on her. I never felt like she was that bad. It was scary, it hurtful, and no one should ever go through that. No one, and that affecting me still to this day. It's still. Affected me. I don't get close to anyone. Every time I do, I get flashbacks, and walls goes up. Um, it was hard. Then um, it was, say, probably about two years we got together. She fell pregnant. Um, I thought it was going to be the most. Happiest time Of our lives I thought, okay, Everything seems to normal And of course then for hormones pregnancy hormones All kicked in And now I'll be at work She's like I'm hungry I want you to get me this I want you to get me that Like You know Shot was literally Two No no, Ten yards it Wasn't that far And then she phoned me Oh you don't love me You Useless piece of Fucking shit I gotta do it You know It's carried on abuse started again I thought oh, I can't be dealing with this but I didn't feel like a person I had to walk away I didn't feel like a person to walk away so I still had you know, back in my mind what's going on I was like I don't think we could have a child together you know why you know it's not no, it's not something I want being abused I was scared and so then I started drinking a lot Get rid of the pain Cope And started drinking more Um, So And It Affected me A lot Um, You know Hang on And through the pregnancies It's getting bad And to a point I'm like A friend Reached out to me And he's like Everything alright with you And I was like Yeah yeah it's fine It's about I knew you like to drink, but you're not this bad drinker. I was like, no, it's fine. You just said, fancy, and he's like, look, you're about to be a father. You need to buckle up, you know, snap out of it. So I had to. So I had to snap out. Stop drinking. So I stopped drinking. Carried on. Then September fourth, little forget was born. Little Welshie. Um was born for my, my most happiest days of my life. and it's like holding her, just holding her thinking it'll be alright, it, this will stop now, it will stop. Tears stream down my face. I'm count on, i gonna be your best dad, I'm gonna prove, I I'm don't care what the will cost, I'm gonna be the best father I can and a few actually Ashley was three sorry, across the quarter our daughter, Ashley? So three months down the line it's fine, that's when the abuse started back up again you know, throwing these hateful comments you ugly bastard, piece of shit you're worthless, you're a useless dad I'm working six hour, 60 hours a week coming home cleaning Ashley will wake up I'm there, not sleeping phone abuse and I remember actually four months actually it was four months so a month down the line all of this was carried on actually it was four months and it started the She hit me in the same place that I was before and I felt the pain again beating a beating this happened on a Saturday night my mum and Nan supposed to come round on the Sunday. My late Nan and you know cancelled it. I said oh, that it's fine, Ashley's not feeling well, you know, not feeling under weather. We need to maybe meet up in a couple of weeks' time. Like, yeah yeah, it's fine, they come around they'd say, every week, Like, fine. My nan knew, my nan knew something's up. Coming down and you know and it wasn't and through this time when Ashley was started from a month old September Sorry from you know, started from October I used to finish like do 60 hours a week I used to finish about more than 60 hours and used to finish work come home I was like oh I forgot my keys and she wasn't there so I'm like ringing up, I was like, where are you? You know, you got like, Ashley, where are you? She's like, oh, I'm with a friend. I'm with a friend, with a friend. And I thought, like, okay, is she all right you no. Know? Okay, I was like, okay. So I had nowhere to go. So I had to go to my friend's house. And I was like, okay, something's going wrong. And going on, going on, going on. I was like, well, I didn't have my keys. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And then it was December time. If I, it was getting worse in November. She kept growing out, and so I made a try my keys come back. Place was a mess, so I had to clean, 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 clean all the time. And it was, and at home, so sat home and 20th of December, two thousand nine. Sat down watching TV, and I bought a new phone an iPhone, um, and he's like, "I oh, could I borrow it because our laptop wasn't working." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm borrowing it." She was on Facebook chatting me, So like that. And mine, she forgot to log out, log um, out, no, know, log out of it. And so I had it, you no, know, going off. And I thought it was my phone, thought for, for me. read this message saying. Oh it was so good to see you I can't wait to see you after Christmas You know But you need to tell Sean what's going on And You need to tell him You need to tell him And I was like What the hell's going on So And I left it Left it I thought oh, that fine You know Ignore it for You know Ignore it And it was Christmas day And then she went she went out That day I thought she was just going to do The last bit of Christmas shopping I thought oh, that's fine You know I was going to work so I had my keys going to work And she had her spare keys I took my keys this time Now yeah, she's not there it wasn't there And I carried on I thought oh God, where? are we too panicking I thought, okay She's uh, Panicking Of course she came back I was like, oh, so I'm late. And I was like, oh, okay, you took a while, uh, kind of thing. So I thought, like, oh, oh, you don't trust me, kind of thing. He said, no, 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 I do. I do, kind of, you know. Even though back in my mind, I said, I knew what she did, but I thought, why would I trust her? And then carried on, going through it all. And then he's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was like, okay, what's going on here then, kind of thing. And it was Christmas morning. I woke up. Going to my mum, my mum and stepdads house for Christmas and going for the present. My phone goes off and read it and she met up with him again. And he said, telling me, and i him, so she deleted some messages and we tell she deleted some and she, uh and I read the message and I remember, I said, look, you need to tell Sean Because we can't do this Can't do it no more It's unfair In fact She was having A year and a half affair So six months in our relationship Her fine And then You know And when she started having an affair So six months It was all online based kind of stuff and then it was six you know and then they started meeting up and it wasn't until actually conceived when they started sleeping together and and shocked and I looked at her and she knew she knew full well what was going on and she's like oh 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 I'm, I'm sorry it was only one thing one off one off and I was like, you liar, you absolutely liar. All this time, I thought I did something wrong, but I didn't. And she was, and she was saying she was going to end it, and because as she was born, it might be her family. But her excuse was, I wasn't spending enough time with her, even though I was working between 60. To eight hours a week, and come home after spending time with our daughter, with her spend time with our, our daughter spending time with our daughter because I spend too much time with our daughter, not enough time with her. But every time I try to get close, she pushes me away. I have to go through all Christmas now. In fact, Christmas was ruined. No, actually, first ever ever Christmas. You know, first ever Christmas, first ever Christmas and it was ruined by this spiteful little woman who scarred me for most of my life with this mental block, the pain for going to my mum's and then me and mum knew something was wrong because you know, my daughter's mum was getting close and I kept pushing away pouring away. It was like, you know, kind of thing that like, get away from me. And I remember going in to the kitchen to clear up. And, me and my mum was like, What's going on? I'll die. Nothing. And it was hard to tell you, and ma'am. <laughs> you was a that he was partner at a time was cheating on you having an affair and to miss her but she mentally physically abused me and then I see my mum got so angry like that and I said no 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 carried on and of course it carried on carried on it was New Year's Eve that was it that was the last straw I said enough is enough I can't do this no more I had to call the police because she was gone with our daughter didn't know where she was her phone was off panicking even though part of me knew I knew where she was but I didn't have a proof so I was panicking and panicking and then I walked out and mine, she had social services involved. Because she had social services when she was younger. So they were not actually involved. And they try to support her, but she wouldn't. I was trying my best. And I walked out. I walked out. And then a day later, I called for social services. and explain what was going on told her okay told them you know all the abuse she's getting me i was worried because i'm gone now i'm worried to take the anger out on our daughter thank god nothing happened and then my daughter became in my care you know it was hard it's hard and I have abuse I had as well from it I'm going to pick her up have a full a week put social services there I get a text message saying you fucking useless piece of shit why the fuck do you call the social services that's it are you not seeing your daughter you know mine I think we had a DNA test as well make sure she was mine as well because I've obviously had a year and a half affair you know what what wasn't true, you know, didn't know. So of course, lucky enough, she is mine, and it was good. It was good. I, I'm, I'm glad. So, and then I had her in my care, and so, if I get to forgets, I'm gonna end for. Part of this episode of podcast, right here, and we'll get in more in depth in the next episode where it carries on. When I have my daughter in my care, and you know, I actually know a lot. I know only some people know personally about my life what's been going on. So, for I guess, yes, I am a father, I am a single parent. Um, I stay more going in. I said any I do stream on Twitch Tuesday, First and Sundays, um ten PM UK time. You're more welcome to come in and chat. I do have Discord, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as I Fog eighty eight. But yeah, that could be episode, end of the episode. Um I do appreciate. It. It's gonna be it was a little bit hard. I had to talk and you know, I felt tears coming out but I thought no. I'll do I can do it, I can do it. This episode took a while for me to record and so I do apologize for the late upload. It's Been a few long minute again and so I do apologize. Um it, it's been this episode took ages to record but I like, got hectic with my daughter the old COVID and it's just you know, hard. Um so, Froggies and Frogettes. I appreciate you for some by for Froggy Land Podcast. And listening, I appreciate your support and everything. And now on Twitch stuff that, so I will see you again. may see you again when I'm live or not. You see, and hopefully everyone enjoys enjoy the podcast. People do listen. See you in my stream. Also, so pop the ping drop. The fucky is gone. I appreciate you all. I love you all. Thank you, stopping by for Foggy Lounge podcast and listening. I appreciate you all. Goodbye.